Oh, welcome to the Weather Channel podcast. I am meteorologist Dominica Davis, and I'm joined by senior meteorologist John Erdman, who's from weather.com, reporter Jan Childs, who is also from weather.com. We are all from weather.com, and we are going to discuss actually some serious weather that we're going to have coming our way today in the Northeast. It's in progress and along the South for the next couple of days. So let's get started. And John, what do you want to touch on first? This is all important stuff. Well, it's awesome to be here, Dominica. Hey, let's talk about the Northeast first because uh, kind of an interesting changeable pattern uh, is ahead. In fact, uh, as we're recording this, we're expecting uh, a line of strong thunderstorms to go through the Northeast with uh, strong wind gusts. And that'll bring a much colder pattern for the rest of the week. In fact, it could have some record lows Wednesday morning. We have freeze warnings out. And even a little bit of lake effect snow off of Lake Ontario. It's April for crying out loud. We're getting lake effect snow. It's crazy. So, yeah, an interesting pattern up there. Well, Joe, I know. And people in Boston and parts of Massachusetts, parts of the interior Northeast, earlier this week it was snow. You know, so Dominica, it's I know. The whole kit and caboodle that's going on this week. It's wild. Oh yeah, there was some some heavy snow the last weekend, and I, Dominica, you have some you have some New England roots for you. I, Doesn't I, April test your patience? I mean, I I'm here in Wisconsin. I'm tired of this cold. I'm tired of the, you know, freezing temperatures, snow, no more of that. I'm done with it. But the weather doesn't cooperate. <laughs> no, no, it's um it's wicked bad. <laughs> As they would say in Boston, it's wicked bad. So the freeze warnings though for not in New York City. We have wind warnings for New York City that will be overnight. So you're going to hear that wind howling even after the thunderstorms stop. So you get that line that comes through really between now and or lunchtime, I should say, for uh, those of you listening for lunchtime and dinner. And then after that, the winds keep howling. But also in the suburbs, and this is for much of the Northeast, you're going to have freeze warnings. So any little bit of bloom you had Ah, you could lose it. (laughs) Stinks, right? Because we're all in our homes. By the way, we are all in our homes. Jan, say hi. We haven't heard from you. Hey, guys. It's great to be here. Yeah. um, You know, everybody can see your great home offices there in the background. You've only got my goofy photo up there because if I were to turn on my video, you would see my messy house behind me. So that's okay. um, So, yeah, we're all hanging in there working from home. And it's great to see you guys' faces. I know. I, I wish we said, I think you should just show us your messy house. <laughs> Next time. Next time. Okay. All right. I'll make my kids clean. <laughs> and I just also want to point out that John, for people that can't see, it looks like to me, John's talking into a lava lamp, <laughs> um, which I appreciate because I'm just like, oh, he's gone so baddy now being at home all this time that he's just now <laughs> talking into a lava lamp. You know, I'm old enough to remember lava lamps. I had a couple of those when I was a teenager, and, and I think they're right, still in the now you're talking, somewhere. And right, and now you're talking into one. <laughs> it's so, a relaxation method. It's calm. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, getting back to the weather, um, we have a lot, and it's not just in the Northeast. Unfortunately, the South ramps up. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you what, it's in April in the South, it's always a concerning time of year because that tends to be the peak of severe weather uh, in what's called Dixie Alley, a stretch of the South from, say, Alabama into Mississippi and Louisiana and Tennessee and Arkansas. And we've seen two severe weather events on consecutive Sundays. We had the big Easter Sunday outbreak. And then uh, just this past Sunday, we had another episode, including an EF4 tornado in southern Mississippi. So unfortunately, it looks like we have another episode staring at us uh, starting Wednesday in the southern plains. 
Uh, and then eventually by Wednesday night into Thursday, moving into the deep south. And that can include not just damaging thunderstorm winds, but unfortunately also a few more tornadoes. So we're going to have to keep keep an eye out, especially uh, Wednesday night through Thursday night in the deep south. Yeah. And Dixie Alley, I mean, it's normal that they would see tornadoes early in the season. They typically get them early in the season. But man, this has just been outrageous. Yeah, I, w- I wanted to ask you guys. I was just going to say we've had uh, we've had three EF4 tornadoes in a very similar area of southern Mississippi uh, on two separate events, both on Easter Sunday and then again just this past Sunday. And that's the most violent tornadoes we've seen in Mississippi in a seven-day period since the super outbreak of 2011. So, yeah, it's, it's just unfortunate. We've had this stuck pattern and with all that warm, humid air uh, readily available at the Gulf of Mexico, it's just a it's just a recipe for these rounds of severe thunderstorms. Yeah, that's what I was kind of curious about is, you know, um, you guys are the scientists. And so you always have these great explanations of where the this weather comes from and the patterns that drive it. And to me, as um, kind of on the outside looking in, it's always really interesting to see. And this has been a, a really interesting past couple of weeks. Even here, I live in central Florida. I live on the coast. And on Monday, I was doing something in the in the kitchen. I was off work that day and my son called to me and said, Mom, your phone is just going off like crazy. Well, we had a tornado warning here, which is, you know, very rare. And of course, it wasn't anything major, but it, it just got me to thinking about is this is this April as usual or or are we seeing something really out of the ordinary? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, uh, April's peak is kind of in two areas. Again, it's through Dixie Alley, kind of in a west to east corridor, you know, say from uh, Georgia and Alabama, uh, westward into Mississippi and Louisiana and Arkansas. And we, by April, we also start to see some outbreaks in parts of the Southern Plains, Oklahoma and Texas, occasionally a little bit further north. So yeah, it's it, one of the ingredients that's been in play is, is the Gulf of Mexico is very, very warm. Uh, the temperature, mm-hmm. the sea surface temperatures are way above average. That's part of the reason why it's been so hot in Florida. Ah, so, right. you know, when you get, we have such warm, humid air readily available and an active jet stream passing right over it, you get that wind shear, you get that instability, the warm, humid air below and the cold, dry air aloft and all those ingredients work together to unfortunately produce these rashes of severe thunderstorms and tornadoes. So this is kind of right out of the textbook, unfortunately. Is it so, going to be ongoing or are we going to get a break at some point? Good, this is good. Good news here. Okay. So if we can just ride this one out a little bit Wednesday into Thursday, uh, the atmospheric pattern headed uh, into the weekend into early next week is going to change subtly such that we still may get some thunderstorms in the south, but the tornado threat should be lower. We shouldn't see these rashes of severe thunderstorms uh, in the next week. So um, that's just due to the jet stream reconfiguring itself. So, you know, Hopefully, when we get to next week, uh, we'll talk much less about damaging, destructive tornadoes. Still may get some thunderstorms, but not the swarms of tornadoes we've had. So prime time for the south with storms, John, just so we just so we make sure we're going over that with people. Looks like generally Thursday and Thursday night will be the most active period of severe weather. And as you can see in the map there, it's targeting Alabama, North Florida, Georgia, parts of Mississippi, and then eventually into parts of uh, the Carolinas, particularly in South Carolina. So I would say Thursday into Thursday night looks to be active. Still have some severe weather on Wednesday. It could have some large hail in some parts of Oklahoma and Texas. And some of those hailstorms in April can be pretty, uh, pretty damaging as well. So... But uh, I think that the tornado, the peak tornado threat 
damaging wind threat will be centered on Thursday. Okay, so that's a real high weather alert day for everybody to the south. Yeah, unfortunately, that looks to be the case. So we can get beyond Thursday. Hopefully we can take a breather. And and the Northeast has to get beyond today because it is going to get better. It's just going to get colder. But uh, yeah, they have those nasty storms that they're going to have to deal with. And John, I'm so sorry because I'm nosy and I'm always like, what is going on behind somebody? Is that a lunchbox behind you? What is that in front of the computer screen behind you? You turn around. This is the uh, many years ago before I moved up. This is the official weather underground lunchbox. Nice. Which for some reason I kept because I don't have to pack a lunch down here. It's right upstairs. But, you know, <laughs> who has a weather underground lunchbox? So I had to keep it. No one. Absolutely no one awesome. has it. You. And that's a vintage lunchbox. <laughs> Never used. Let's put it that way. I don't think my daughter's even used it. So. <laughs> <laughs> that, how many years have you had it? Uh, too many years. In fact, there's dust on it. So I'm not sure it's even safe to put food in there. But uh, yeah, it's a, that was, it's been about five years now. I've been working from home up here in Wisconsin for a little over five years. Oh, now, yeah. So. so you're the work from home pro. The rest of <laughs> yeah, us. The- I mean, I'm just in a guest bedroom here, stuck between <laughs> two windows. It's <laughs> embarrassing. But I, you know, I said um, my husband's a cop. And when we got this house, you know, I'd never wanted a home office because I was like, there's in what world would we ever be working from home? Never. Here we are. <laughs> Who would have thought? And now I'm like, we live like monsters. Who doesn't have a desk? What's wrong with us? <laughs> We're complete disasters as adults. <laughs> well, you know, I appreciate Jan just having her picture up there because she's from Florida. She could really be taunting us by showing a live camera from what from her home office down there. And, so. and we've right. seen her backyard. Right. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Our I, I sit outside for our daily weather briefings um, that John and the other meteorologists give us. And yeah, so you guys see my swaying palm trees back there sometimes. Um, so sorry. Sorry, guys. Yeah. And if people from the Northeast were watching and could see Jan, it's a good thing because you would really be taunting them. At least I'm only taunting. <laughs> nobody cares what's back here. Nobody's envious of that. Maybe John's lunchbox, but... <laughs> So for the Northeast, to recap for them, better days are ahead as far as the weather goes. And uh, this is good staying inside weather, which they need. We all need. But once we get beyond these thunderstorms today, it does get a little bit uh, more chill, right? Yeah, they're getting some cold air behind that. So, uh, you know, we'll have a a chilly Wednesday uh, and then, uh, boy, Dominica, should we really be telling them about what's coming up ahead this weekend? I guess I guess we have to, right? Uh, so there's it's looking like two different systems are going to come into the northeast. Um, you know, the second one this weekend that will bring rain, maybe a little bit of snow over the peaks and everything. So again, that kind of goes. That's that's April. That I, I live in the Midwest. This happens. I know. <sighs> patience. I know, folks, but patience. you know, you know what the thing is? We're just all no. We notice it so much now. I think we're all uh, we're just so sensitive to it because we're just trying to get little breaks to go out and take a walk or maybe ride your bike or just sit on your front steps or your backyard. So it's like every drizzle, every little bit of weather you are so sensitive to because you're just looking for those little respites. It's all we get now is just to, you know, sit on our step or take a short walk or, you know, let the kids do some sidewalk chalk or something like that. So, yeah, I mean, on one hand, it's good that we're the weather doesn't make us feel like we should be outside. But on the other hand, it's like we need these little moments where we can get some vitamin D and get some fresh air. Yeah, hundred percent on that. I, I've been laying mulch in the yard and working out in the yard, even when temperatures in the forties, even if it's sunny outside, yeah. just to 
just to get out. So yeah, that's what yeah. we've been doing well too. Yeah. Well, and yeah, not not to not to make everybody hate me more, but honestly, it's been too hot here almost to go outside <sighs> and do anything. Stop. <laughs> just stop, Jim. I mean, you know, we're getting these record high temperatures here. So John and I often joke with each other about our about our respective weather. So well, that being said, you know, I do want to point out um, we are getting colder air that's coming into the Northeast. And in some ways, that is good, because if you think of a place like New York, imagine if there was a heat wave that I, I think about that all the time. You know, I lived in New York for 10 years and I always say to my husband, could you imagine right now if we were in our apartment and we had one of those days like you do in April where it could just be 90 degrees and you have your window AC and you are just hot as all get out. Um, so I am a little thankful, you know, I've always had city living and I get what that's like. So, um, there is some good to the cooler temperatures is because really, if you were forced in your, to stay in your hot city apartment, it would be, it would just be brutal and, and dangerous, really dangerous, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I guess that, that there's some more good news in that the pattern is looking to be still cooler than average in both the Northeast and say the Great Lakes going into the first several days of May. So, you know, maybe it's, there's something said for that. Maybe we, we don't want early eighties, you know, uh, quite this early. Maybe if we can delay that for a while, that might help us in this whole COVID quarantine regime that we're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, John, what do you think? Well, I think that's it. Uh, you know, again, uh, I, I, my two favorite words in meteorology are pattern change. So I, I <laughs> it, the weather has been fascinating, but you know, I like change. I like something different. And so what we'll see next week is something different. Hey, Jan, it's awesome talking to you. We never we I mean, we all work, you know, we all work together, but we don't get to uh, be on the same shift all the time or really just have any conversation. So this is really cool for me. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me, you guys. And not to say it wasn't with you, John. (laughs) (laughs) Always a blast. (laughs) Yeah, you guys, uh, I hope everybody has a good rest of their day and the rest of their week, actually. Thanks, you too. Bye, guys. Thanks, everybody, for listening, too. And uh, stay safe and stay healthy. (laughs) 